welcome to Two Bees in a Podcast with downtown Tana Brown and Brooke Westcar with special guest, me, Sandy Westnick. sounded so cute and professional <laughs> she did i know how to act sometimes <laughs> sometimes 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 <laughs> oh wait did i already say that let's clarify did I? sometimes <laughs> <laughs> hello my bff hola how are you today <laughs> feeling better i see <laughs> hi mommy hey babe what you doing over there you got my bella with you i have a bella and a lucy lucy's scratching her ear and looking at me like why did you say my name <laughs> So for all of our listeners, as you cannot tell, this is my best friend, Sandy, and Brooke's mom. So we are so excited to have her with us this week. We, um, I had to twist a leg, pull a tooth, <laughs> and bribe her with giving her one of my kids. So she's here. For that reason alone. <laughs> For the kid, right? Which kid? Pick my kid? I was say, which no, you, kid are you choosing? Uh, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> it's going to be a boy. I of can tell you. Of course it is. I had two stinking girls. It's going to be either Malcolm or Caleb. So, <laughs> you know, she's probably going to try to save Malcolm because right now he's on restriction. So, <gasps> yeah, girl. How dare you be mean to Malcolm? Yep. How Malcolm, dare I? Malcolm, if you're listening, you can come live with Aunt Brooke. Okay. So when he brings home a progress report with a changed handwritten grade, you can take care of that too. <gasps> oh, snap. Mama, wow. Mama Donna mad. Mm-hmm. Brooke like in it. Missouri would have never done that. Well, never. the thing is, is, you know, go ahead and own a, it was only a C. It was what? a 79 C and it's a progress report. Dude, they don't get in trouble. All I say is. Bring it up. Bring it up by report card time. Well, he was getting ready to go out of town with my nephew, Josh, and he, I guess he thought I was going to take it away from him, which I would not do that. Plans had already been made, and so he lied. I never had the, the It said that his that. teacher did that. So guess what? Wrote the teacher. The teacher wrote back and said, I did not change that grade. He has a 79C in my class. Ruh row. Yep. Mm. And he's adamant. It's, it's, it's just, he, he, he lies. He still didn't own he did it? No. Ah, oh, well, Malcolm, if you're listening, my <laughs> mama always told me to tell the truth to her firsthand because she's going to be less mad if you tell her the truth and you did something not so great than she will be when she finds out you did something bad and you lie. Hammer time, <laughs> hammer time. And I, yeah. I always told y'all that. You tell me the truth and we'll work through it yeah. somehow. And also, uh, coming from a teacher on Teacher Appreciation Week. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Poor Malcolm. I'm not kidding. I just got a free meal at Tijuana Flats for Teacher Appreciation Week. That's I was swear to God, I was about to ask you. Okay, so what? As a teacher, what do you, what do you like to get? What do you like to receive? That's what a do good you? One. What do you mean as a gift? Yeah, I mean on Teacher Appreciation Week, what do you like your students to give you? Oh well, see, um, I'm. <laughs> I work at the uh, my my students because they live in the dorms and they live on campus. We usually don't get things. I will say at Christmas I got um like a five to ten dollar uh, Starbucks gift card, um stuff like that. But at our school we don't get much because usually the kids live on campus for five days, so it's not something they think about beforehand. Um, um, I would say I don't know little things. The uh, teachers union gave us all. All the members a five dollar Target gift card. That's a that that's pretty sweet. I mean, I say mm -hmm. it depends on how many teachers your kids have. If it's like middle mm -hmm. school and they've got eight teachers, you know, I mean, I think they'll under they would understand if you got like 
here's some hand sanitizer for the classroom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, if it's like one teacher, you could probably do something pretty nice. Yeah, we usually do. Um, of course, you know, for all of them. But uh, this is going to sound terrible. And for everybody that listens, if you want to comment, um, just, you know, you can <laughs> comment to Brooke. Um, oh. But um, we just asked the older ones to pick their favorite teacher and just pick one <laughs> gift and give it to them. Uh, that's know, actually terrible. completely acceptable because I'm always a favorite. I'm in, I'm in like a top oh. three, so I'm bound to get a, at least a gift or two. So I'm okay with that. Okay, there you go. So. <laughs> As a matter of fact, a student today was like about, he's about to graduate and he walked by and he was like, Miss Carr, I'm going to be bringing you a gift. And a teacher behind him was like, where the heck's my gift? And he was like, oh, oh, oh. uh, the student was like, oh, snap, uh, Miss Carr, what do I do? And I was like. Uh, student, you can't be talking when you're visually impaired and not paying attention to who's around you. <laughs> Which is also another funny story. Today, I, I, I uh, walked to the back of the room to grab something off the printer. And a couple of my students were chatting and they didn't realize that I had walked to the back of the room. And so then one of them went, hey, where's Miss Carr? And I was like, right here. And I was behind them. <laughs> And they kind of oh. jumped and they were like, oh, my God, you're like a ninja. And I said, yeah, remember that. <laughs> See, I love that. Me too. Me too. Sandy was always like a ninja, too, wasn't she, Brooke? Sandy was just a good student. <laughs> oh, she well, was about, the one they all I'm talking about. I'm talking about as a mother. <laughs> yeah. She could she sneak was, up on you, couldn't she? She was <laughs> yes. more than ninja. She was, I don't know, like ninjas Still. go to Sandy school. <laughs> uh, yeah. I need to take Malcolm and teach him a thing or two, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I know God. he's gonna come back. He's talking about, um, yeah. Can y'all go ahead and sign papers so I can go live with uh, Aunt Sandy and Uncle John? He'd he he'd go. He'd, he'd pack his bags and go. It'd be different too, though. They're always better when they're not at home. Yeah. Y'all know that. Yeah. So, so Sandy, 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 Sandy. <laughs> I was thinking on the way home from work today. I was like, how long have I known her? And so I talked about one time that actually I remember seeing you and Candy, uh, the first day of school in seventh grade at Highlands. Yes. And y'all had matching outfits, but there were different colors. Yeah, because it was picture day. and someone, The first day of school? I don't know. Mommy wanted us to wear the same outfit. No, y'all did that all the time. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> that was but grandma. That was the days they were bad. Grandma was like, all right, watch this. <laughs> but they, I mean, and they always had uh, groupies. I would say it was called twin groupies. It was always like a herd of people always around them. <laughs> Because it was two to stare at, not just Debbie one. was there. Always Debbie was there. And Marcy. And yeah, Marcy. Yep. <laughs> okay, fun fact. I, I I don't know if it's registering on here. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but can you hear screaming? Like subtle screaming in the background? Is I, it you? No. <laughs> it might be it might be the kids next door in the pool. The kid, no, it's at my house. The kids across the street are playing basketball and screaming. At oh, I can't even. I didn't even hear it. I was like, no, oh my god. Okay, so I don't know if you can hear it, listeners, but if you hear a subtle like, "Hey, give me my ball," it's not anyone in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anybody over here either. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so anyway, so I knew Sandy and them, and um, and I became friends with Candy. Um, That's right, because y'all were I in think, chorus. Yes, we were in chorus together. Um, well, I can tell some stuff on her on the the uh, Six Flags to Atlanta yeah. trip. And her Before and, you go even go any further, the two of you in chorus. Who, uh, Candy and I? I'm trying to imagine Aunt Candy in chorus. Vive, 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 vive. Oh, wait a minute, I took chorus in eighth grade. 
<laughs> Sandy just wanted to take course so she can go to Atlanta with us. Yeah, because they were the one telling me about the trip. Yeah, we had fun. Girls, that's the only reason I took course. It was the annual trip. Well, Mr. It, Scott. You, there was a performance. It was a competition in Atlanta, Georgia. And then while we were there, he would let us go to Six Flags. Yep. And so that's the only reason we went Obviously. in the course. Yes. Uh, yeah. Hello. So Hello. Safety patrol, chorus, all those things fell on our trips. And our uniforms were navy blue skirts yep. and white shirts. Yep. Girl, I look like I was on jet blue telling them uh, <laughs> exit to the front, <laughs> two exits in the middle. <laughs> we're real. doing the motions back here, too, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're doing the hand motions right now. So, yeah, but Katie and I were friends. And then in 10th grade, I mean, like I knew Sandy. But I didn't know Sandy. <laughs> and so then in 10th grade, um, Candy and I still talked and stuff like that. And they had a uh, algebra class next to me. Yes. And so Candy and I would write notes. And then Sandy and I, I just started writing notes or whatever and became friends. Best friends, shared lockers, everything else. <laughs> yep. And um, spent the night at their house and terrorized their neighbor with firecrackers and, uh, yeah. And God all bless the good stuff. Yes. Rest in peace, Andy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, of course, G-Mall. We, G-Mall was like our sidekick. I never oh forget God, meeting Jesus. G-Mall for this ch- first time. And uh, Sandy goes, G-Mall, say hey to Donna. And she shot me a bird. And uh, I was like, OMG, I show like me, Show her your arthritis. Yeah, sh- show Donna your arthritis. And sh- she shot me a bird. That's how you know what kind of family you're getting into. Yes. And I said, oh, I'm stuck on this people right here. I love this. And then mommy and daddy would go out of town and leave G-Mall in charge. Were they ever so crazy doing that? She wouldn't even come. She would come over like maybe during the night, like one time, mm-hmm. and we'd be eating pizza or whatever. And she would hang out with us for a little. We didn't do anything wrong. We just we, everybody was just hanging out over there. And uh, yeah, because it was me, you, Candy, Debbie, Tommy, and Clinton. Yeah, always, always. And uh, so yeah, and so ever since then we've been uh, best friends. So yes, yeah, so we graduated. It's been how many years? Let's do the math. It was thirty years last year okay. that we graduated high school. Then go back. Three, because of 10th grade. Yeah. 33 years. Wow. 33 years I've been putting up with her, Brooke. That's a lot. It is a lot. Yep. She's still paying me installments. Understandable. Quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's understandable. Well, I have seen lots of um, photographic and uh, video proof of this friendship. Yeah, we've done some crazy stuff. Uh, There's yeah. things that we're not taking pictures of or videos of <laughs> that we will take to our graves. Except but, for the few that Tommy mentioned on the podcast. We, we that I was like, Tom, Tommy, excuse me, I have not seen <laughs> <laughs> What did you say, Sandy? We have a few about Tommy, too. We, <laughs> <him under us. laughs> we had a lot of fun. So Yeah, we did. But Sandy was like, she was always like the very loving um unifier of the group i was the protector debbie was what kind of pot can i stir up <laughs> and i got my back up and candy candy was out on a date it was the truth she always had the boyfriends we were always the losers <laughs> 
No, um, but we all, and Candy was just like, she would just laugh. She would laugh at anything. But Sandy was always like, you know, she was, she always rooted for the underdog. Like it was, you know, the nerdy or, you know, whatever they were. She was, she would speak to everybody. I, I, she hate, was to, I hate to say this then. What does that say about all of you? <laughs> they put up um, That we're all losers and that she was nice <laughs> enough to talk to us. No, they, they were the only ones who put up my crap. For a long period of time. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but what we did, Brooke, is um, uh, f- before our senior year, we can go and pick our own classes. And so we went and we all had the same classes except our math because I was a little slower. Um, so <laughs> we all had the same uh, classes all day long from home, e- from home ec to Spanish to English because um, we had Mr. McCone, right? Yes. Our senior. And you and I had typing. With yes, we had business uh, class typing yep. with Miss Johnson, who was our favorite teacher, I yes, think, our senior. Ever. And um, so, yeah, we, we were from first thing in the morning to the end of the day. We were always together. We your had seventh teachers. period. Huh? I said, you're poor teachers. I know, right? <laughs> so. Yeah. I yeah. had some of the same teachers as you guys years later. Yeah, you had that one English teacher. Miss Pina. Had. You had Miss Pina. I had which, Ms. by Davis. the way, yeah, Miss yeah. Davis. Miss Pina, on the second week of school, because of your mother and aunt and Debbie, I got moved to the desk next to her desk and I had to sit there for the entire year. <gasps> what? Oh. What? Yes, facing out to the class and I had to sit there for the entire year. Oh. <laughs> well, I oh, love it. Wait, I, I think Miss Pina has uh, retired now, I believe. So I think she went to First Coast and then wait, I think she wait. retired. Let's go back to Miss Pina. How okay. was that our fault? <laughs> because you made me talk to you. <laughs> you said Donna. And I said, what? what? And she goes, Donna Brown, move up here to the front. And that's where you're going to sit for the remainder of the year. And I never forget. I mean, like every other week I would ask, can I move back? She's like, nope. <laughs> it was. Oh, she held on. Yes. Yes, and then she was such a witch. She moved Candy from that class to Miss Davis because we were twins. You don't remember that? About mm-hmm. three weeks into the class, I was like, "Yeah, that? she um, she." Y'all had... may have gotten the better end of that because uh, Miss Davis was a was a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Candy said. <laughs> I hoped though, because you and Aunt Candy were decent students, so I hoped that the uh, my relationship with Miss Davis was going to be a good one. Until I made the mistake of inviting you and John to open house, and we walked in, and John's looking around, and he's like, "All the stuff in this classroom looks very familiar." And then Miss Davis walked in, and they locked eyes, and I swear it was like dun, dun, downhill. Dun. <laughs> downhill after that, and she never liked me again. Because John slept in class. Yeah. Some people like us did our schoolwork. So then I would I would antagonize her because by the time I had her, I realized that I uh, was one of those lucky people who didn't have to pay attention or actively do anything to be smart. So I remember vividly, I would like put my head down and be not paying attention. And they're like reading the scarlet letter in the background. And she would go, Miss West. Did you hear the question I just asked? And I would go, yeah, the answer is this. And she'd be like, hmm. Oh. And keep going because I was right. And I'm like, suck it, Miss Davis. What you gonna do? <laughs> suck it. You're, so, you're a mess. I am. I'm terrible. That's why our good friend Ben, who I hope is going to be on our podcast at some point, that's why he secretly loves slash hates me because I got away with was so much. He in that much. class with you. He was in a lot of yes. classes with me. And he would be tormented by the fact that I could sleep for a solid week and wake up and get a higher score than everyone. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to have Ben on. 
We might have to bring, bring your mom back for that one and have Amanda out here. We'll have, we'll have a big party. So we yeah, should apologize awesome. ahead of time. That'll just be a bunch of incoherent laughter. It will. Yeah. <laughs> and he has the best laugh ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm serious. Um, so I, I said what you were like in school. Tell me what you were like in school. I don't, I don't want to answer for you. What were you like in school? Very sweet. <laughs> Not. <laughs> I did my schoolwork. I paid attention. Y'all all cheated off of me. <laughs> And I don't know. We had fun. It was just like getting through the day. So we, I was looking forward to the afternoon when we went to softball and things like that. But that was about it. The that, social part of it is like the best part. Yeah, I mean, I that's agree. truly why we went to school. So the social yeah, part. Yeah, got a story for y'all at another time about Don and the softball coach. <laughs> Uh-oh. We don't have to do another time. We okay, can do it now. Let's go for it. Okay, so we go to softball practice one day. <laughs> We're all standing there. It's me, Tammy, Candy, and Donna. Long story short. We all tell the coach, this he was assistant at the time. Yes. To ask Donna about her brother. Coach Wilson. That was it, Coach Wilson. And his son always came to the practices. He was a cutie too. He I was a forgetting. cutie. And we said, Yeah, ask Donna about her brother. And he goes, No, we were talking about motorcycles. That's what mm-hmm. it was. And then so we had him ask Donna, Well, yeah, uh, what, what about your brother or whatever? Like Don- what kind of motorcycle does he have or something like yes. that? Yes. And then he Donna turns around and goes <laughs> My brother died in a motorcycle accident. That's not funny. And turns around and walks over. The coach is going, what? 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 Oh, <laughs> that poor man. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious. Well, we planned it. We planned it. It was not off the fly either. We were out course. in the parking lot because he rode up, he rode in a, up on a motorcycle yep. or something like that. And like, oh, they were like, oh, you know, let's we, let's play a joke. Your idea. Let's play a joke. It was Sandy's idea. Let's play a joke. And there, and I was, we were like, yeah, yeah, um, let's. Ask him, get him say, hey, oh, my God, I love your motorcycle. You had to ask Donna about her brother's motorcycle or whatever. And um, so he came up. He goes, oh, he goes, what kind of motorcycle does your brother have? And I said, "Um, that crap's not funny. My brother was killed in a motorcycle accident. (laughs) And I turn around and walk away. (laughs) With a straight face. You guys are the worst. worst. Well, I also had had Coach Lee um, at First Coast. Mighty. Mighty Lee. They would make... You know, coaches teach random classes. And for some reason, I had sociology with Coach Lee, which ended up becoming just a class where no one was paying attention. And Coach Lee would stand at the front of the room telling stories about you guys to me. (laughs) Um, But I loved it because, you know, his hilarious uh, accent, his like um, Louisiana cute Mm -hmm. accent. And he would talk about, well, back in the 70s. And he would say things like after after school, he'd go get an, an Aussie and a moon pie. Um, in a moon and so for uh, valentine's day i brought him an rc cola and a moon pie and the look on his face was like you're nothing like your mother <laughs> <laughs> well see we tormented him too because um he was the coach of the baseball team at jackson and we were on the softball team so he fixed it up him and miss coach durden miss yep. durden they uh fixed it uh to have the baseball and softball together in seventh period weightlifting yep and he worked us. I mean, we we not only did weightlifting, but we had to walk, run around the block. And girl, that's when I got asthma. I'm like running around. I'm in, <laughs> inhaling on an inhaler. And Sandy's like, she left me. Where's my best friend? You know, I'm I'm coming around Pearl Street, trying trying to make it around the corner. And I'm like looking. And I'm like puffing on an inhaler. And Marty's yelling, Hurry Coach up. Lee, Brad, you need to come on. Hurry up. <laughs> And yelling at me, and I'm like, really? Okay, I'm fat. I've got asthma. My best <laughs> friend left me. And he's yelling at me. 
Really? If that's not stressful, I don't know what is. <laughs> and I was waiting for her at, back in the gym. <laughs> so yeah, we had we we got us a Maudie too. Maudie Lee, he was pretty pretty cool. He's still teaching, ain't he? He's like a athletic director still over there at. He uh, was, yeah, he was the director when I left. I'm assuming he's still there. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what's one thing that people don't know about you? Mm. I don't know. I'm an open book most of the time. What would you say? Let's see. Mm. Something I, say- I don't think that people would know because my mom is very good at um, she's really good at making people feel welcome and feel at home. And she's really great at um, hospitality and like being a host is that she secretly d- despises that she if it was up to her, I'm pretty sure she'd be a recluse on an island. Mm-hmm. True. That's probably the truth. Yeah, because I, I knew that, I mean, after I I got the green light that she would go on that cruise with me, I was not letting her back out. And I knew that if I told her, you don't have to go when we're on the way to the cruise ship, she would have turned around and went back home. Yes. She's Donna. a homebody. She'd rather mm-hmm. sit on the couch and have her legs crossed and drink her chocolate milk with a spoon and watch her favorite shows and talk about <laughs> her squirrel and love on, pinch the cheeks of her dogs and... <laughs> Um, that's about it. That's about it. And maybe burn some marshmallows on a plate in the microwave. Yes. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually, after listening to that description of my mother, which I know is true, but listening true. to it in, in, a, you know, a, an order like that makes me worried about my husband hearing this podcast and going, oh God, she's turning into her mother. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though, Brooke, she has been like that for years, forever, forever since I've met her, she would rather be at home at your um, grandparents' house, sitting on the couch. We would we would go rent movies, scary ones at that, bitches. And, uh, yeah. That and was so, on me. <laughs> and Debbie, too, man. All three of them, they liked um, all the rides at the fair or anywhere we want. They would ride all the scary rides and call me a wimp. So, of course, I felt peer pressure and had to get on it. Or the scary movies. I'm like, I really don't want to watch a scary movie. What are you, oh, a wuss? <laughs> yes. And so, um, but that's where she wanted to be. She just wanted to be at home. She just... That was her comfort zone, and she didn't – your mother never put on any, any airs. She was always herself. So if, if you liked her or you didn't, and if you didn't, she didn't care. She just – it was who she was. Kiss my ass if you didn't. That's right. <laughs> so – and I think that's why much. I've always loved her so much. I'm like, okay, I like to be around this person because she thinks I'm funny, <laughs> and she likes hanging out with me, and I like hanging out with her, and I could probably maybe count on one hand the times we had arguments. I mean, it hasn't been often. Truly. I did push your mother down one time in, uh, <laughs> by the airport because she got in my face. She but I just it. pushed but I pushed her away, and she fell. And if, if she fell, that was on her. I just pushed her away. <laughs> it's probably because her feet were kind of got tumbled up underneath her or something. But I just pushed her away from me. <laughs> Because she was in my face. Well, I will say that's, close. I, got, I got a little brave that one moment, but it didn't last long. <laughs> and then she was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and then there's been a couple of times like I felt like there was maybe a guy that was not good for her or something like that. And, or uh, an, another friend. And, um, oh, yeah. Um, but Sandy was always uh, given, always gives some a person the benefit of the doubt, you know, and um I did, but I will say that you did, Donna did help me wake up to one particular person I was friends with in high school, and and 
that was the best thing I ever did was walk away from that Aww. friendship. So, so you all right, girl. Did I ever tell you you're my hero? Oh, God. Everything I like <laughs> to be. For all you listeners out there who have wondered what's wrong with me. Um, now you know. I will fly higher than the Because you, you are the, the wind, wind beneath my wings. <laughs> which, by the way, is a movie totally us. Um, which, by the way, when Beaches with Bette Miller um, and them came out, uh, we actually saw that in the movie theater. And again, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I remember it's when the movie theater used to be inside the Regency Square Mall. I can tell you where we're at. Mm-hmm. And of course, who's got to pee in the middle of the movie? Your mother. And who can't go to the bathroom by themselves? Your mother. So I have to get up and go with her. But I would always say no at first. And she's like, come on. Daddy so, made us go together. Come on. But um, ever since we saw that movie, it was like, that's our movie. So it is. Not that we want either one of us to die or anything like that. No. We're just saying, talking about the friendship, the bond they had. Mm-hmm. Does that mean I have to be the bratty kid with the cat? Yes. Yes. She got it. <laughs> no, no cat. Bratty kid with the dog. Okay. <laughs> I can be a bratty kid with a dog. At least I'm not a cat person. We were actually kind of living the movie in a way because she got pregnant with you, Brooke. It was. That's what I said. And we were together all the time. I mean, like. Every craving I had, she had to take me to get it. I mean, (laughs) it was barbecue all the time. It was Dairy Queen. the seafood place. uh, Captain's Table. Captain's Table. And her dipping her damn oysters in the cup of water. Oh, to clean the crap off of them first, yes. She had to clean the crap off and then she would dip it in the sauce, yeah. She dipped it and dipped it. I'm she dumped it. You have to clean the grit from the. Never this mind. is the most Never quiet mind. I've ever heard. Brooke. Brooke's like, I think she's in shock. She's I like, wish you could see my face right now. Are you going, what? Yeah. You know yeah. all this. What are you trying to act like you don't? You're right. Well, the dipping, the, the dipping the oysters in water you was have a to new clean one. Clean the oyster crap shell off the oyster by I mean, using I'm not it. Can surprised I have based on... Clean oh. it and then you can eat it. I'm not surprised based on all your other weird food habits. Um, yeah, they were the only, she's the only person that I ever seen take pizza and scrape everything off of it and then eat all the topping off separate and then eat the crust. Oh, story. One time. <laughs> your granddaddy took, I had scooped all the pizza off like a cheese off like I normally do. And I'm sitting beside him at the TV tray, and he reaches over his fork and, and grabs stabs my it. cheese and takes my topping. I'm like, Daddy, I was saving that. No, that's not how you eat pizza. <laughs> he ate the whole thing. Well, he taught you a lesson. He taught you a lesson. No, he didn't. Yeah, the I lesson just was. She, by she, him that's right. She sat on the opposite end from him. <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, so what do you think is the craziest thing that you've ever done? Ooh. <laughs> There's been a few. I lived in a van down by the river. <laughs> no, really. What did you, what's one of the craziest things, do you think? Lord, you know me better. Than, and, of course, with age comes memory loss. <laughs> I mean, we've done Chinese fire drills at red lights. Or you the, mooned m- someone once with me in the car when I was a kid, and I remember being horrified. And Grandma was driving, I think. Oh, dear. I God. didn't moon. I didn't moon. No, I, my butt was, was too- Mom. <laughs> I feel like it was... Now, know. Debbie... You can barely get the word moon out, and she, and she was dropping was her pants. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> You're at Candy and Sandy and Debbie. Um, I usually was the driver. I was the driver yes. of the getaway car, and they were uh, using mooning. Um, or Debbie starting Throwing fights. pennies at other <laughs> softball teams. Or um, Oh, yeah. I guess one of the coolest things, 
funny, crazy, I guess, got kicked off the softball team. We was playing Orange Park, remember, high school? <laughs> and a man was coaching that year, Mr. Lawson. Lawson. Yes, Mr. Lawson. So he kicked me off the team because I wouldn't listen to what he said. So we get on the bus to go home. And he tells me to sit down. I say, I'm on your damn softball team no more. <laughs> so I just kept yelling out the windows at people. Remember, because he wouldn't let us ride home with our parents that night. So I was like, what? I ain't on your damn softball team. You can't tell me what to do. Kept on yelling. Your mom was a rebel. I would say that may uh, be the most perfect uh story depiction of mom i've heard in a while <laughs> yeah don't tell me what to do so i didn't even ask you so tell me a little bit about yourself i i know everything about you so i'm like i just went right into like are you married married have two awesome daughters one of which is on the podcast <laughs> um and john's pretty cool too uh two bloodhounds a squirrel missouri's rabbit um, work at FSCJ part-time and then right now I'm taking the time to go up to see my mother and the, my uh, grandmother at the nursing home. So Aww. I just, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you, one of the most caring people is Sandy because she is all about family. You know, there's, I mean, you know, there's people that says, Oh, you know, I love my family, but when it comes down to it, sometimes when you have an older, uh, relative that's going through something. So I'm going through something right now with my parents. Sandy's going through with their grandmother, um, you know, and, uh, and well, you know, everybody in the family, I think they're taking turns going up there, uh, but Sandy has always been like with Gmall and, um, you know, N- Nana and I don't know, you know, it's just hard, right? I mean, it is even my mother-in-law. I make sure that we, my husband, John and I make sure that she's taken care of too. But I think I'd go crazy if I didn't have somebody to take care of. You know what I'm saying? That is the truth. I think that's the key about me. Have you ever known your mom not taking care of somebody, Brooke? No. And she's, um, I tell her all the time that the person she should take care of is herself every now and then. And she won't do it. No, never. I took a cruise. (laughs) We sure did. We talked a lot. Yeah, too. but how, um, how, okay, be honest, woman. How hard was it for you to do that? It was hard until the uh, ship left the dock. No, I guess until I loaded from walking through the things to get onto the cruise. Because I, I told like, her right Whoa. before we got there, I said, I know this is the last thing you want to do right now. I said, but you're not turning around. Even Missouri said it, remember? And I said, and, and, and uh, Missouri says, get her, Mama Donna. And I said, you're, you're, uh, this is what I said. I said, your ass is getting on the boat. We're going to go have a great time. It's going to be relaxing. I need this. You need this. And, you know, being perfect. Yep. Yep. No, I, I told her the whole time that I was really glad she did it. I was really proud of her for doing that. And yep. I, I'm embarrassed and ashamed of myself. I don't do it more. Yeah. And then we need to, you know I what agree. I mean? So, um, Brooke, just go ahead and get ready because we turn in 50 next year and I want to take a Western uh, Caribbean cruise because I've never done a Western. Me I've neither. never done a Western. Well, no. What did we do? No. Still? Western's like Cosmel. Y'all, oh, my I think God. You guys are going to be 50? Yes. You get to do the Molly Shannon. I'm 50. 50 years old. I can kick. I can stretch. I can kick. And I'm going to get me some red pants just like that. It's going to show my camel toes. (laughs) Oh, my God. You guys should get matching weird red pants outfits and do karaoke on the 50s cruise. And those banded shirts like they (laughs) banded at the bottom so we can all wear them. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll take And I'm going to sing just like Molly Shannon. I'm going to say, oh, push it. (laughs) Ah, oh, push it. I'm all for this. Me too. Well, you know, one of the crazy things we did do in high school. So we had very, we hung, hung around very mixed groups of people. We didn't care. So we got invited to a club. You remember this time? <laughs> yes. 
in Gateway. Mm-hmm. And it's called Club Soda. Club Soda. So Clinton, Donna, and I are the only three people rolling up in the place that are of not African-American descent. <laughs> we had the best time because we knew everybody. We knew everybody amazing. in there. It was a big party. It was all of our um, African-American friends. Yep. We had the and best we, time. And we didn't care. They didn't care. We didn't care. They were like, we were all like, we just graduated high school and we were celebrating with some of our you know closest friends. And that's how we were always in high school. Mm-hmm. We didn't care. Mm-hmm about that you know there was always cliques and it was always this white group or you know the african-american group or whatever well we just went from group to group to group and we just hung out with everybody and loved everybody you know what i mean so that's just how we were and i wish that we could instill that in other people more than yeah i do that's one thing i wish i could change about the world wow that's my favorite thing i always tell people about you um i actually use this all the time in my class uh when my students talk about race relations or if um they talk about um the lgbtq plus community we talk about all these things and i always say that you can't tell your heart who to love and i that's something you taught me a long time ago and that doesn't necessarily just mean in uh sexual or marital relations that's any relationship that's exactly right friendship doesn't doesn't matter you know you don't see it's not about what's on the outside yep and I do hope that I instilled that in you in Missouri, and I'm glad that I hear you say that. And I know it is with Missouri because mm-hmm. because of the friends that she has. I know that I've instilled it in her to be open-minded. So, yeah. yeah. And Brooke, too. I mean, both of them, um, you have done an amazing job. Really, you have. I mean, for the first, what, five or six years, you basically raised Brooke on your own. And um, when no I had help- a little help from my friend. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Did I ever tell you you're my hero? Sorry. Donna helped me a lot with Brooke. But we had fun, though. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, if if we were going to go do something, guess what? Brooke was in the middle of the back seat in the car seat, and she was going with us. We yeah. didn't, we hardly ever. We never did anything she couldn't do. Right. We always had Brooke with us. We didn't hardly ever ask anybody to watch you. You were always with us. So. And I remember as we were leaving the house, Daddy go, where are y'all going? We were taking my granddaughter. Yeah. We're, we were taking my girl. Yep. <laughs> where you ain't doing nothing she can't do with us daddy so we took you mm-hmm. and we were never out late and stuff like that because by then you were like damn it's nine o'clock i need to go to bed i'm tired <laughs> so oh. um so um is there anything you want to tell anybody or you want to um, say anything or i do want to say that i hope that my children are blessed in the friendships like we have mm-hmm. that have stood the test of time that is true, that is no nonsense, no BS. And um, that's pretty much it, you know. Mm-hmm. We've been truly blessed, you and I. And she's seen me in some weird places. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And I hope you can instill that in your kids, too. That there is that one friend out there that is, she's true. She's real. She'll be forever. Mm-hmm. Or he for the boy. So, Yeah, your mom and I, I mean, um, you know, one thing is, is always been great about us is, um, you know, with me getting the kids and just, you know, and everything just going on and everything going on with her. It's like we there's pitting people that try to come between us and stuff. And uh, somewhat I have allowed that to happen, which I gr- regret. If I ever had a regret, I think that's it. Well, actually, there's two not having kids when I was younger because, Lord Jesus, I'm about to turn 50 and this is about to wear me out. But um, also the relationship that I have with your mom. You know what I mean? It's like um, she's the most unjudgmental, uh, easiest person to talk to. 
And uh, I'm not saying it because she's sitting across from me. I swear to you, I'm not. She's trying you know? to make me cry. So, <laughs> I am trying to make her cry. Well, I, tell, um, I say all the time, she's she's my best friend. So that's true. Aww. Oh, y'all are horrible people. <laughs> Did I ever tell you you're my hero? Well, and I say this to both of you. Y'all have to know that, that it's, y'all are very special to me. And what I think what y'all are doing with this podcast is pretty amazing. So. Thank you. I mean, we're having a blast, and I love. What well, this is something that has reconnected Brooke and I too. I agree. I've missed her. You know what I mean? And it's like, besides uh, my nephews, you know, pretty much Brooke was like uh, another child of mine. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? It's like I watched her grow up, and now she's this amazing young woman that is married and is doing. I mean, I tell everybody, I'm like, my goddaughter's a teacher at the deaf and the Florida deaf school blind. You know? <laughs> my, uh, my goddaughter, you know, she acts, she's at the theater and, um, she's in this play and, <laughs> and, uh, my, my goddaughter. And then, and then same thing with Missouri, you know, I'm like, um, you know, I'm going to go watch my goddaughter tonight because she's pitching, you know, she goes to Trinity and, <laughs> Um, you know, and my, my goddaughter, she's in college right now and, um, she's, you know, and so I brag, you know, um, awesome. and it's like, you know, people just because if your child doesn't go to college and things like that, I'm telling you right now, there's amazing things that your children are doing. You just need to find the positive in what Amen. they're doing. Not every kid. I have one child that does have a learning disability. If he decides to be a mechanic, there's trades out there that there's, I mean, all of us need the, a mechanic, well, right? You uh, remember or, this, Donna, and John said it. When his daddy asked him what he wanted to do, he said, son, think of a job that will always be there. So John said he sat and thought, and he goes, power. Mm -hmm. So with this kid, you can say, hey, if you can build a trade in the job you know will forever be there, plumbing, mm -hmm. stuff like that, he'll be good to go. Yeah. So. so, I mean, it's like, you know, I think that, I think your mom, uh, you know, like you um, supposed to stay at the dorm your first year at JU. Um, and then no. Sandy steps in and you did not stay at a dorm your first year at JU. <laughs> no, I and, did not. <laughs> and they said it was mandatory. And I said, no, H-E-L-L -L -L is not. <laughs> if you're going to pay the extra $9,000 a year. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's parenting. And, and I think that, uh, Brooke, I think you've had some, your mom's amazing role model. And then likewise too, because I look at you too and see things that you do. And I'm like, I'm in amazement. You know what I mean? So kudos to both of you. Thank you. And mm, back, back at you, back. girlfriend. Your kids are like the most well-behaved children I've ever been uh, around. Agreed. Really? Uh, right agreed. now I got one on restriction because for changing his grade. Yeah, but that's all I was ever in trouble for, too. Not changing my grade, but any but, sort of grade argument was what caused me yeah. to be on restriction or mom and I to be at odds. It was ever. nothing major. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's never it's never anything major with my kids. Absolutely no, not. I no. mean, you know, um, None of them have carried matches to school lately or nothing like that. So, I mean, I'm I'm not looking at the week. positive, Brooke. Yeah, not this week. <laughs> so I'm looking at the positive. So I didn't really do, you know, on our, our quick spin. We always do a quick spin at the end. Okay. Because it's hard to believe that we are actually almost uh, an hour in, Woo! I think. Uh, God, time flies. Yeah, we're at like, happen. we're at about 40 minutes now. Oh, okay. That, okay we got time then. Um, so I know you're not going to tell me this, but I'm still going to ask you. What do you love most about yourself? I guess I would say my, my heart, the way mm -hmm. that I care about people. She's a giver, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. More True. so than anyone. She's so selfless. And mm -hmm. um, the thing that hurts me the most is that very often because she's so selfless, there is a lot of, it's not, take, it's not people. Users that take advantage yeah, of it's, it. I won't say that she's being walked on because my mother is not someone that lets people walk on her. Um, but. She does let people get away with not appreciating her. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I understand why she does that. That also comes from a selfless place. But uh, I just want everyone out there to remember that if you if there's someone in your life that's doing so much for you all the time, little things like telling them thank you is a big deal. I mean, for for example, I haven't seen my husband very much this week because he's been working two and three jobs and is gone from like while I'm, I get up at 7 a.m., or I'm at leaving the house at 7 a.m. and I don't see him until 8 or 9 p.m., like six or seven out of the last 10 days. And I just make a point when he gets home to say, hey, thank you for working hard for us, you know, uh, mm-hmm. because stuff like that is important. When you're busting your hump and you feel like no one's appreciating you, that stuff adds up. And I know it weighs on mom sometimes that people don't um, say thank you or aren't appreciative. And she does it anyway. And that says a lot about who she is, too. Yeah. Thank you. Aw. So, yeah, you you definitely are a giver for sure. So, without a doubt. My favorite thing about mom, something that I wish I had a little bit more of, um, is her motivation. She's very, she has, she's always on the go, um, even when she's tired. And I don't know if that comes with being a mom. That's one of the things that worries me about being a parent, as I know. I know I have some health problems and things like that that cause me to be fatigued, but I'm like, Man, I've got no freaking willpower to do half the things I want to do for myself. Is this having children make you do those things despite not wanting to? Like, I'm not sure. Um, but I, I, you know, even she has no chill. And that can be bad for her. But it's it's impressive to watch because she never lets things go unfinished. Or, um, you know, she she's always doing what she needs to do or what other people need. Well, you know, too, it's like, uh, and not, not, disregarding you know your mom in that but it's, it's the generation too mm-hmm. um but your mom has always been like that i mean she would get off from school and go right to harry glass and work until it was time to quit there um if she didn't have ball practice now if they had ball practice your parent your grandparents allowed them to go do that but they had to have an activity to go on to not work and if they didn't they had to go to work yeah and so and they even had to work some saturdays and i would tell you that your granddad depended a lot on your mother because she was so fast at doing the fiberglass on those bodies and stuff like that and i would go out there and i'm like how in the hell are you? i mean she was like doing those pieces on that fiberglass and and he, so i know he relied on she your put mom people out of work basically yeah yeah <laughs> No, uh, I also, it's funny, um, I've recently gotten into reading astrology and uh, this moons and horoscopes and things like that. And it's funny because mom is so very much a cancer and Mm -hmm. I am so very much a Taurus. And it's funny because I have the same work ethic, but a Taurus applies the work where they want to. And then they're very stubborn about the work in other places. And that is so me. Reigns makes a joke that he will never, he is like... I, he does not suggest that I do things. He does not ask me to do things because he knows good and damn well if he asks, I'm, I'm going to look like, at no. him like, what the hell uh-uh. did you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas today I got home and washed the dogs because the dogs needed washing and no one told me to do it. <laughs> you got that from your mother too. Yes. And, and grandma too. Grandma's and grandma. sweet and precious, but that woman is stubborn too. So we all got that about triple fold. I'm pretty sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and me saying that is like, you know, your grandparents. So saying, you know, Sandy's parents, my parents, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, um, you know, like I was telling Miranda, I'm like the day I turned 16, I was working. Well, Sandy and Candy was working at the shop before that. I mean, they were always, if 
there was no playtime. I but mean, you did too when you were in Georgia as a, a little girl. Yeah, I worked in mm-hmm. I worked in the uh, uh, at a cousin's. I picked tobacco yep. and squash, and I made ten dollars a week. Yep. And I thought, I'm sorry, ten dollars a day, and I thought I was rich. <laughs> I made fifty dollars a week, and I was like uh, nine, ten years old. And um, so I love the fact of having money. And my mother told me, if you're going to drive, you got to give me $50 a month. Um, and I wanted to drive. I wanted to go hang out with Sandy and Candy and Debbie and Tommy and Clinton. And um, except when I was working, they would come through and I would get them free French fries. Um, <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I mean, but your, your mother, I, I totally get it, Brooke. I mean, that's how she's always been. And I, I, I could never figure it out. I mean, like. I, sometimes I'm like, when do you sleep? She doesn't. Be- because she would have <laughs> all this stuff. She would do all this stuff. And I'm like, when when, when, when do you sleep? I'm like, uh, hello. And uh, she's like, what are you talking about? Who needs sleep? She's, I just I, did this. She's, um, just, what's, the, what's the cartoon character that goes, uh, not, oh, crap. Um, he go. Uh, I can see him right now in my head. He It's like a cowboy mouse that goes... 99 miles an hour or something. Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. Thank you. <laughs> That's her. Yeah. Yes. 100%. She's like Hermione Granger, you Harry Potter fans. She's got like the time turner somewhere and she gets multiple things done at the same time. And you're like, you did that all with some sticky notes? I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> yeah. She's she's like a um, female version of MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I'm not saying that she's going to detonate a bomb, but I'm just saying that she can do like 20 but, things at one time and she's not I'm out not, of breath. But I'm not saying it. <laughs> but, I'm, exactly. but I'm not not saying Exactly. So, so um, Sandy, what are your top three female heroes? Gma, Mommy, and I'd probably have to say your mom because she was around me as much as mine. Oh, Truly. Those were the women that was the three closest to me. So, yeah. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah, Gmall was, um, what, four foot nothing maybe? <laughs> but she was the most powerful mm-hmm. woman that I think I've ever met. And I would say, yeah, she was – she – I would I would go see her even if they – Sandy and Candy were not home. Agreed. She'd I tell would, me. <laughs> yes, I would go over there and she would try to feed me toast and peanut butter and honey. <laughs> And we would just sit and talk and she, I would just hear about stories about her riding a horse to school and, um, just wasn't that his name? Charlie. That's it. And, um, I would just listen to her and the stories and I'm like in growing up in Oklahoma, um, before it was even a state. Yep. And, um, it was a territory back then. Yep. And just, I mean, things she would tell me about her, um, she had multiple brothers, I believe. Oh, and, there was six of them total, yeah. girls and boys, yes. Yeah, but she would talk about her siblings and all that. And, I mean, the just the her memory was so sharp, mm-hmm. you know, and she could, you were just, like, right there with her in the story. I mean, because she would just tell you just, like, down to the details, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. How she would change in an outhouse because you were not allowed to wear pants. Girls were not allowed to wear pants, but she had to wear pants to ride the horse. To school. Yep, to school. So once she got to school, she would go to the outhouse and put on her dress. And then before she would leave, she changed back in her pants to ride home. Yep. That was a good one. Wow. Yeah, Gma was a badass, and Grandma's a badass in a totally different way. Agreed. Yeah, you know, with, with, with your grandma... With Miss West, which she's all like our second mothers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. She's, I mean, uh, 
she's been there for all of us and um, the group. If, if you're listening to this, you you can attest to that because Tommy even picked uh, uh, Miss West as uh, well, one of, of his. Of course, proper... we can't leave Miss Harrington out because she uh, was yeah. key in in our lives yeah. too. But uh, yeah, definitely Miss Harrington. But um, Mommy uh, number two to me, she could smile at you, tell you about yourself, <laughs> and you're like, what? We're like. Okay, <laughs> and she'd put you, you. She'll straighten you out, but she'd be doing mm-hmm. it. While you're, you know, it, but she, she was. My mom always said, "You know what, Miss West is to me. She's a lady." And that's what mommy said about your mom. Yes. Oh my god. My mom always has said that about your grandma Brooke. Wow. That she is a lady, and you know, there's a way to carry yourself, mm-hmm. to present yourself. If you're a mother, you're a wife, and your grandmother uh, is the epitome of all that. Do you know what I mean? Like she should oh, be yeah, a poster no, child agree. of what to be like. You know what I mean? So no, I and agree. obviously she's, she's all the things I wish I was, uh, was a little more of. Me too. Me too. Well, y'all are not uh, far off the mark, so y'all are doing good. Aww. And then uh, Betty Brown, uh, of course, I love her to death. Uh, Sandy and I went to see her before we came over here. I had to get on to her <laughs> because we're only uh, two weeks post-op. And mm. what does she do today? She goes to Belk's and is all excited about her new bedspread and her new pajamas that has flip-flops all over them. And I'm like, what are you doing? You've only been out of the hospital for two weeks or two weeks post-surgery. And I'm like, Miss Independent. Yes. She's bored. She's got to be moving. And I can't say anything because I'm just like her. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You know, so anyway, well, that was, that was pretty good. So I know I didn't really come up with any quick spins. Um, so do you have any, any off the cuff for your mom, Brooke? Um, easiest one, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. I knew that. (laughs) Um, all right. All right. All right. A harder one, harder one. (laughs) Dwayne, the rock Johnson or, or, oh God, now I got to remember his name. Brian Bosworth. Hmm. Dwayne, cause he's tall, dark and handsome. My, my, I love Brian Bosworth because it was old school football player. Oklahoma sooner. Um, but I'd have to say Dwayne, you know, because right. of, of course. And then I that. have to ask, since we went there, um, what's the first thing that you're attracted to in another person? Eye contact and smile. She says smile, she says smile, but she's checking to make sure their teeth are not rotten. Cause well, that's did. exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> that's exactly what she's doing. Good teeth. Well, now we she know why like, you picked yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, because I swear to God, when that man smiles, something literally Ooh. goes, ching. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. <laughs> and that's man or female. When I meet him, I'm in there... You making sure you're looking me in my eyes when you talk to me in your teeth. And it's like, Ooh. I never forget your 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 mom would tell me all the time because of course you know we would you wake have the up best teeth and she would say something about my teeth and she goes and your breath doesn't stink and I'm like well thank you I appreciate that thanks you're you're very close to me Sandy back up no that's, <laughs> that's what she wanted to say to me so uh, morning or night night chocolate or vanilla chocolate. <laughs> All right. Favorite favorite curse word. Damn it to hell. <laughs> she does say damn it to hell a lot. Yes. Yeah. And she usually says it like that. Damn it to hell. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have another one for you. Fried green tomatoes or still magnolias? Ooh. Still magnolias. Don't talk about me like I'm not here. Don't talk about me. <laughs> 
Of course. I asked Reigns if we we wanted to get another dog, which we don't need. We were just hypothetically talking. I told them on the last podcast, I have hypothetical dog names that I just toss around like a weirdo. Um, (laughs) Was it Weezer? I asked Reigns, I said, can we name it first name Slappa, last name Weezer? (laughs) (laughs) He was like, good Lord. By the way, he was trying to take a bath and relax at the time, and I was just bombarding him with my insanity. So it was not a relaxing bath with me going, ooh, Slappa Weezer. By the way, we haven't mentioned Jeff Bridges in 53 minutes, so I thought I would just bring it up for a sec. OMG. She loves some Jeff Bridges. She does, but I do feel the same way she does. I look at him and think about daddy. I oh, brute cologne. I swear to God that I, I think the same thing. It's I'm like, like he reminds me because he your granddad always had a beard and alcohol smell because you would yes smell. and he would um if, when it, in his, if it's been a while when he got a haircut he had that wavy kind of mm-hmm. longish looking uh, gray hair and mm-hmm. everything yeah but no I always tell Reigns I I secretly think that Jeff Bridges smells like brute cologne and cigarettes me so too I just, me too I don't know why that's what. I think he smells like um fun fact and this may need to be a road trip and I'm not kidding uh he has a band called the abiders Jeff Bridges and the abiders and he plays with them in uh his in Malibu where he lives and stuff and recently they had a Lebowski fest and he was there with the abiders and I'm like I should live there in Malibu and just hang out at bars hoping okay this is your homework for the night figure out the next time they come within Five hours and we'll go. Deal. Uh, deal. The three of well, us. They just, and we'll they see just finished a. Uh, they just finished a tour of Canada, and because uh, that was on that uh, master class oh, yeah, podcast yeah. I listened to with yep. Gladys Knight, and so he just uh, finished a tour in Canada. And if you find out in California, we'll go, and I'll work on getting us Ellen tickets. Ooh, Ellen. So we'll leave. John with the kid, your kids. <laughs> It'll be me, you, Amanda, Missouri, and Brooke. There you go. <laughs> He'd do it too. They'd be ruined by the time you got home. All right, Boo. So if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Good job, kid. Oh. Yep. Oh. That was precious. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, I don't want I- him to go, really, Sandy, you did that. <laughs> He's probably going to give her an extra couple of crowns because he's like, okay, you dealt with Donna Brown <laughs> and her 400 kids. <laughs> and you try to save every damn squirrel that you could. And did a lot of them. <laughs> Donna's crown's full of jewels, too. Don't let her fool you. Yeah, we know. She's, she likes to save 400 kids. She like she's not the greatest mom. Oh, yeah. She's a big softie. Um, so anything else y'all want to say? Nope, I had a blast. I love you too more than you know. Aw. Y'all know I don't get all mushy all the time, but y'all must. She girls. doesn't get mushy. Yeah, and y'all almost made me cry, so we'll let that go, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you want to, uh, hey, we're all about being guests. If you want, you and your best friend want to come hang out with us, Brooke and I would love to have you. I've got the setup now in the she shed. <laughs> I've got four mics four and, mics. and ready to go. And uh, so Brooke and her, one of her good friends, Malia, are going to come and hang out with us soon. And so Malia, if you're listening, I'm putting you on spot. You're coming. And uh, but yeah, definitely uh, go out and rate and uh, subscribe to uh, uh, iTunes and our iTunes or whatever, however you listen to us. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And uh if you want to email us, it is two bees and a podcast at outlook.com. And of course, where else can they find us, Brooke? 
can also find us on Instagram at two bees in a podcast or on Twitter at two bees in a pod C, or you can find us on our personal Instagram pages, DT Donna B at Brooke West car. And we also have a Facebook basically anywhere, you know, you, we, we all know you guys have your phones in your hand for like 23 of the 24 hours in a day. So hit us up, let us know what you think, something you want to hear. You got some Monday things pissing you off. Let us know. We'll talk about it. Cause I'm sure they're pissing the rest of us off too. And so we're going to close it out with a special duet by Sandy and I. Oh God. She has no idea that we're going to do this. So I'm putting her on the spot. So I hope to God that she will join me. <laughs> Vive Vavovu. Ready? Vive Vavovu. The S is for super and the U, U is, is for unique. unique. The P is for perfection. And, and you know, know that, that we, we are freaks. freaks. The E is for exotic and, and the, the R, R is, is for rats. Rap. So, so tell us nosy people just to stay the hell back. Supersonic. <laughs> oh. And that's what you call best friend right there. <laughs> she completes me. Ditto. <laughs> I'm scarred for life. <laughs> no, you're not. You've seen me like that before. Don't even try it. Oh, please. Yes, I know. Tune in, peeps. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. (laughs) 